All right, Dr. Mike is here. Dr. Mike, it's Colin Dunlap. I'm in for both Larry and Marty. That's a tough order, being in for two people, but <laughs> I believe I can pull it off. Uh, I think you're doing a great job, Colin. Good morning. Well, good morning to you. I was just telling Sam in the last uh, in in the last segment. I can't wait to pull in today because it's prime weather for him. My neighbor dog is a Norwegian elkhound, Rocco, and he loves this weather. He's going to be so thrilled to see me too. He's my my favorite pet in the whole world, and he's not mine. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah, they have thick undercoats, so they like the colder weather. He loves it. He absolutely loves it. And he uh, he's taken to – he only barks at people he doesn't trust or know. So I've crossed the threshold into he just gives me the, hey, how you doing? Doesn't even bark at me. He trusts me and he knows me. And it's a really good feeling. So The treats always help, too, if you carry those in your pocket. They do. I feel like the, <laughs> the mailman or something. I carry them in. We do our little trick. We shake hands and bang, he gets a treat. Um, <laughs> Great. But it's the – holiday season people have a a bunch of different questions for you and i think we should we should get to them because they've chimed in and they want to know from you so are you ready for the first one sure am uh this from tina and wexford why do most vets that i have uh, met not like raw food diets i know you don't mind raw diets but with all the vets not recommending them should i stay away from feeding my dogs raw why or why not thanks a bunch dr mike tell me well, you know, that's a good question, Tina. I, I don't dislike raw food diets, and I don't think most vets do, but all the university studies show that if you're feeding raw, they excrete, the dogs and cats will excrete salmonella and E. coli. So you want to be careful if you have older people or immunosuppressed people or very young people because they may not wash the same. So you want to be careful for that. But the other reason, and the most important reason, is that a lot of these raw food diets are not nutritionally complete, and that has also been shown in studies what people feel so or feed so if you're going to feed raw food diet be careful with hygiene number one and number two make sure you balance that diet and there is an app or a website called balance.it and uh and if you look that up it's free it will help you balance the diet so you're giving complete nutrition that's the most important part for me oh wow nutrition for your pet so they're just not getting enough if you're in a raw food diet yeah, they did some studies comparing commercial um, home-cooked meals and raw food diets, and on every category, commercial foods won. And I was surprised. I was thinking, you know, in the categories of nutrition, they won. And then when it was critically analyzed, it showed that the home-cooked meals and the raw food diets weren't nutritionally complete, and that's why the commercial diets did a good job, because they are nutritionally complete. So not saying what's the best for your pet, I'm just saying that if you're going to feed raw or home cook, you want to make sure you balance it. Very interesting. Okay, another question. Susan in Mount Lebanon asks, do stem cells cause cancer in dogs and cats and in people, really? I want to get them for my arthritic dog, but my father read that stem cells can cause cancer. Dr. Mike, thanks for your advice. Uh, that from Susan in Lebo. You know, this is a, a, an appropriate question because I do a lot of stem cells. So stem cells, the word stem cells is a generic term. And magazines are notoriously filled with ads from Big Pharma, and then they make claims stem cells cause cancer. So I understand what your father's reading, and I get this question a lot. But an embryonic stem cell is a stem cell that can cause cancer. An induced pluripotent stem cell is a stem cell that can cause cancer. I don't use those stem cells. I use the dog's own stem cells or the patient's own stem cells. We call that autologous. And we're taking them from their fat or their blood, and those are not uh, shown to cause cancer. So you want to make sure that you speak to your uh, veterinarian or human doctor if you're talking about human stem cells 
and make sure you know what stem cell they're talking about. The ones that we use, we won't give them to dogs with cancers because we don't want to bring new blood supply to it, but they don't cause cancer. Oh, so it's the same blood. That, so it's much like a PRP treatment or whatever. It's their same. Exactly. It's an autologous, meaning it comes from that patient, goes back to that patient. I mean, we can take a a heart from a pig and put it into human, and that's a, a stem cell transplant technically, but it's it's considered a xenogenic. It comes from a different species. I don't do any of that. I just use autologous. Your dog back into your dog. Your your uh, cat back into your cat. Your horse or your camel back into your horse or camel. So it's autologous stem cell treatments. We're getting their adult stem cells from their fat and the repair cells, and we're putting them back in. Those do not cause cancer. Very interesting. All right, Dr. Mike, it is the season now. So this from Debbie in the Rocks, McKee's Rocks, she she writes, I'm so excited we're getting a new puppy for Christmas. Don't worry, my entire family is well-versed in the responsibility of owning a dog. Is there a trainer who you recommend? Thank you so much, and Merry Christmas. That's from Debbie in the Rocks. Well, well, first of all, Debbie, congratulations. That's always an exciting time in a household to get a new pet. And I love that you said that you're all well-versed in the responsibility of owning a dog because I don't recommend puppies or kittens as pets because there's so much responsibility at Christmas. Um, because there's so much responsibility around uh, Christmas time and the holidays that, you know, kids are distracted. Everybody's distracted. So I love that you're, you've owned dogs and you know this. So as far as uh, trainers, uh, Personal, private trainers, group training, all of those are good. I think that's a very personal choice. Sometimes the personality of a trainer affects people. So the fact that you're thinking about that now is excellent. And uh, and I'm not going to re- recommend anyone specific, but just look up group training for puppies and private training for puppies. And then make sure that you're talking to your veterinarian so that all the appropriate shots are given as well. So, And good luck with that puppy. Merry Christmas. Dr. Mike, you're the guy, whenever they show the Christmas commercial where they un- unveil a present, a puppy jumps out and the whole world goes, oh, that's so cute. You go, wait, wait, <laughs> yeah, exactly. don't do this, right? I know. When I was a kid, if, if my parents would have given me a puppy for Christmas, that would have been the whole Christmas time. I would have loved it. But we, my parents were so strict about caring for animals. And so it is, if you're doing that with your child, that's perfect. But generally speaking, Christmas time is not a good time for pets. All right. As a gift. As a gift. Dr. Mike, I appreciate it. Uh, Larry and and Marty will be back, and uh, you'll get some real host uh, in your next appearance. (laughs) I I appreciate it. And uh, happy holidays to you. Same to you. It was wonderful talking to you, Colin. I'll talk to you soon. Take care. Certainly. There's Dr. Mike. Uh, yeah, that, that is. They, they, there's a heartstrings uh, quotient to those commercials for sure. And there's more than one uh, product or service or company that does that. You'll see at least one every holiday season. The unraveling of a present unveiling, and then here comes a puppy dog. Dr. Mike says no. Not a good idea for a dog around the holidays. Just isn't. All right, so much more to get into. I'm going to tell you coming up, Sam, get get yours ready. I'm going to tell you the best Christmas song coming up. The best Christmas song that's ever been made. You, why are you wry smiling back there? I'm just curious. Do you have one? Yes. Okay. You're sure. You got, you got yours that came right to top of mind? Yes. Okay. Without any hesitation? Yes. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a couple. I'm going to give you the one that is the like biggest commercial one, the one that everybody will know that is the best one, and then one that is that hardly anybody will know that I think is very good. But the best one, and this, it's a blowout for me. The best one, the most commonly known one, it's a, and it's not even close. 
Not even close. Blowout for me. Okay. Do you is yours far and above the other ones? I mean, I have one that I like the most, but I have a few that I in, enjoy. Okay. We'll get into that next. Yeah. I'm I'm excited to hear yours. I am.